I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. It is appropriate as we're coming to the end of National Poetry Month here in April to have our guests in the studio with us. Um, known They are recently appointed as the Delaware Poets Laureate, more familiar to the Delaware audiences as the twin poets, Albert Mills and, and Namdi Chukwocha. Welcome, Al and Namdi. It's great to have oh, you right. here. Good thank morning. You, thank you for having us. us. So much uh, has been going on since you were appointed to, uh, the Poets Laureate in late uh, December, I believe it was. Yes. Uh, but what I'd love for our listeners to hear, many are familiar with the work you've been doing as the, the Twin Poets, but I would uh, love to just spend a couple minutes uh, for our listeners to hear from you about what, what was that catalyst that got you, uh, uh, that spark that engaged you in poetry, the spoken word? Well, very, very early on, some of the first things, there are a few things. We we had a, a uncle who, who was a poet and really introduced us to, to poetry and, and spoken word. And then our, our, our grandmother, she ran a foster home. And many of the children would, would come into our lives and in, into her home as in very traumatic experiences and, and being taken away from their parents. And it, it was often left to my brother and I to, to try to soothe them and rather it was through games or through storytelling and storytelling became a very big part of it where we tried to just use our words as a way to, to make the children smile and to remove them away from all, all the burdens and the tragedies they were, they were carrying due to their current living situation, living arrangement and just to make them happy. And it became a, a way in which we realized that that words truly have power and, and they can help children. And it became a, a driving force for, for our storytelling and our poetry. Are there particular uh, uh, events, uh, themes that that uh, sort of inspire you in the poetry that you write and, uh, yes. and perform? Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. We, we we both work with children, have always worked with children our entire lives. When we were children, we were working with children. So the things that unfortunately happened a lot of time in the inner city involving the, the children, like I said, we, where we were discussing off air about the fight in the school and if things just continue to, those are the things that spark our writing. We, we truly inspired by trying to make a difference in the lives of our children and being motivated where we're, we want to say we're like the, you know, that second generation of, of rap after it was created where, where we, it came into existence for us, you know, and we're remembering um, 82 when we first heard the message sung and how it changed. Like you can be saying something with it. That, and that's what we try to do. We try to, have a purpose and say something with these words. Now, how how have your careers uh, working with city council, working in, in community organizations, how how has your work informed your poetry and your your poetry kind of influenced your perspective on your work? They're they're definitely. I mean, they they go hand in hand. They're Al and they're Nam. They are social work and our poetry are, are truly. They they both fuel each other. You know, if, if we weren't poets, we often say we probably wouldn't be social workers. And if we weren't social workers, we probably wouldn't be poets. You know, we feel that one truly gives us the the voice and the platform to, to usher in the other. It's our poetry that where we talk about issues and then it's our social work where we actually hands on. We create programs and services and do the direct services and administer programs and services that that impact the, the, the clients and, and the individuals that we re- reference in our poems and the communities we speak about. Now, your your work as the Twin Poets, prior to being Poets Laureate, I mean, you've performed locally, regionally. Mm-hmm. Could you speak a little bit about how your career, if you will, as the Twin Poets has evolved and grown over time? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it all started, Alex, and we were very young when we realized we had a gift. Uh, I want to say middle school when we realized that we could write better than the other kids. We, <laughs> we, we have truly have something special here. So from that moment and just traveling, we went into the service. And then when we came back home, we, we reconnected. And or we had a little brother uh, who passed away, was hit by a stolen car, and we wrote a poem at, at his wake entitled, It's My Little Brother. And and since then, we were able to, to travel. We started traveling, you know, and sharing that poem at community centers and churches and realized that it wasn't just about our little brother. It was about so many other kids who were just dying too soon. And, and from that point, we started going to community centers and then churches, and then we're invited to Philadelphia and then to New York. And then you know, we're, we're traveling all over this this beautiful country, you know, cre- creating th- this name and this, this people to love the art form and, and meeting so many kindred spirits that just love the art and love, you know, they're truly about trying to make things better for children. And then it it just grows in, into the next phase, you know, we, you know, we becoming authors and then creating programs and running programs and helping kids get into college and helping kids become better artists and, and then traveling internationally and, and sharing our words, you know, go, going to, to Brazil, going to, you know, Germany, all these other places, Amsterdam, Africa, and, and performing and, and seeing that, it's a love for this art that that's called poetry, and 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 so many so often it, it gets swept under the rug here, here in America. But other countries, they they truly embrace it. I mean, there there is a, a you know big international poetry slam where I mean thousands of people come to hear poetry, and it's just it's amazing. I wish we had that stuff here in in, in America at times. And I, and I, I just to add on one other thing was about that, that same love and I guess appreciation and recognition when HBL had their their poetry showcase the, the deaf poetry show. It was a, a great opportunity to really to, to share with the world and share with the, the general country this movement of poetry. So it was a great opportunity to be a part of that as well. So I'm I'm hearing a theme here about the universality of of poetry, not yes. only mm-hmm. as as an art form, sure. but in terms of yes. what it can communicate. Oh, very much. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's really you know poetry is 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 really I mean it's almost like politics. It's very local. And the more you share your stories here, you realize that they're the same as across the country. I mean, across the world, even, you know, sharing these stories about where the struggles you're going through, your joys, the the, the pains of life. And that's what poetry is, truly that expression of life. And and it's it's common to, to, to... Every race of people, every group, every ethnic group, every mm-hmm. tribe, every every citizen, you know, and for for us to have that opportunity to to realize that poetry is truly one of our, our similarities. I mean, at the core of our, our heart is that the art that we have in poetry is very central to the art of, of many people. And I, I mean, your work clearly has brought you great recognition within Delaware. I I, I know that Governor Markell was familiar with your work for quite some time. Surely. Uh, and and really felt compelled to to appoint you as the poets laureate for the state of Delaware, and I believe you serve now as the seventeenth yes. uh, poets laureate here in, in Delaware. Uh, and and because of your relationship with us in the division of the arts, we're familiar with your schedule, and it's an incredibly uh, ambitious schedule on top of your your personal lives and, and your work lives. Could you speak to what that has done for you? Uh, being appointed the Poets Laureate? It, it has opened the door. You know, we, we, we've been traveling and visiting schools in, in Delaware for the past 20 years, but it's opened the door to so many schools and just th- those calls and the calendars are filling up. And it's, it's just a wonderful thing to be able to say, okay, now they want to hear this. They want to hear from the twins. And it, 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 it's, it's an honor anytime you get a chance to, to speak to children, especially those who love art, you know, to be in the position where 
I remember when I was you, I remember being a 10th grader and, and, and I was a little different than the rest of the kids and I loved to write and they didn't like to write. And so when you're anytime that you can get to be able to touch that kid and say, it, 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 it's okay to share your gift. It's okay to write. Write your mom a poem today. That's what I would do. You know, don't argue with that kind of thing. So whenever you can pass along that this gift and get inspire another person, you know, we have so many parents, you know, my, 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 when I, my kid came home from school today, you know, and he didn't want a video game. He wanted me to take him to the mall to get a journal. You know, mm-hmm. those, those are the things that we, we, we can't we can't put a price tag on that. It's like this. This is what this is about. This is how you pass this gift along. Someone else loves this art right now. And it, it's, it's a joy. Mm-hmm. And, and I will say as well that the great support from the, the teachers and administrators, mm-hmm. I mean, who are really, you know, thirsting to have this type of art presented because th- throughout the years, there's been such a, I won't say the, Arts being devalued, but but I guess defunded. If if you know you're showing your your priorities by, through your budget, and so mm-hmm. many arts programs are being cut, so to have the opportunity to to reimmerse arts into the classroom, it, it's been great. It's mm-hmm. been a great opportunity and a great support for for many of our, our teachers who are there on the front lines. Mm-hmm. Now I I know in addition to writing and pre- performing poetry, I I I know in a documentary that was done on you on why I write that you also conduct workshops with students. Uh, could you speak to um, how you convey to students what, uh, how, how writing poetry can be of value to them or, or any experiences you've seen where a, a student has had that aha moment or, or really opened up in a way that they might not have otherwise done? Mm-hmm. Just last night, we, you know, we were speaking at a, a group home last night with the young ladies. And the, the poem she wrote was about my medication. You know, they make me take this medication, but some days I'm having better days before you give me those pills, you know, how the pills. And it's where you begin, they begin able to, to question the things around them. You know, I, you know, if I don't, you said this medicine, this is what she said. You said this medicine was for angry. Well, I haven't been angry in a while, so why am I still taking this? You know, and th- those are the, the gifts and joys, those aha moments. And they begin to question themselves. And when you empower children and art, it empower them. And then they'll be able to raise their hand and ask questions and have confidence and say, well, no, that's not what you said last month. You know, and that's, you know, and it, it's amazing to see when they get to that point. And art is so powerful and it, and it can, it can help men so many things. And, and it's good to be able to be in this position to be able to put poetry and art in conversation, to be able to go into detention centers, go into classrooms, go in and, and, and talk to, you know, these, some of these teachers, you know, they're at their wits end. They don't know what to do with these kids. And we come in and, and these kids are, you know, the, the best participants that we have in poetry workshops. I'm like, wow, how did you get them to do that? This kid was yearning for this. He was waiting for an opportunity to express themselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I mean, just echoing the same thing. And it was yesterday we were double duty. So I was alone yesterday as my brother was alone in his workshop but we visited um just on on a call to prestige uh charter school or male charter school and they they're having testing for the upper grades so they had a group of seventh graders who were challenging students and they 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 were searching for for speakers and i just got the text and i said i'll be right over so i went over and spoke with a group of um maybe 15 students yesterday and it was the same thing it was i mean these students that that were challenging they sat there for an hour hour and a half mm-hmm. just just eating up this this conversation eating up the poetry and, and the support that that we provided them and it's really a opportunity so often is their students are, are steered toward one one path this is the only path you have but when you present them another opportunity another way to express themselves to to view life 
it's it's a, it's a great uh, eye-opening experience for for these children, and, and really shows them the, the true power and magnitude of the arts, where it can transform not only their individual lives, but but their families, their their communities in the world, and that's what we 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 stress throughout our artwork. Well, this is really fascinating. I would love for our listeners to have an opportunity to hear one of your poems and then to talk a little bit about how you use poetry for purpose, poetry with purpose. But first, I need to remind our listeners you're tuned into Delaware State of the Arts here on News Radio 1450 WILM, 1410 WDOV. Our guests in the studio today are the Twin Poets and 17th Poets Laureate for the State of Delaware. Albert Mills, and and Namdi Chukwocha. Uh, It's so fascinating having you here with us today. Uh, But we talked off the air beforehand. I asked if you would be willing to share a poem with our audience, and you said you would, so uh, go ahead. And the poem we're going to recite is entitled Goals, which is getting organized always leads success. Getting organized always Always leads success, helping the children to be their very best. Well, the children are the future, as we all know. And if you never give up on your dreams, you'll continue to grow because getting, getting organized always leads success. And I encourage you to read and write stories and poetry to imagine and use your minds instead of just playing PlayStation and watching videos all the time. I challenge you to read your school books and go to the library and check out books, books that are of interest, interest to you, you and then read and smile as you, you learn, learn something new. And your goals become plans, a way to make your dreams come true. And the world would tempt you and say, yeah, just be mediocre. Try to get over. Settle with making those C's and D's that you can get with ease. But I challenge you to study to receive those A's and B's. And when you're on the computers, I want you to do more than check out Facebook and all the different websites. I want you to learn how the software works and, and to practice how to type. Take no shortcuts. Take your time and prepare for that test because getting organized always leads success. And the day will come. The day will come when someone try to get you to drink or use drugs. But I encourage you to think of your mother's love to, to just, just say no and walk away. For that person's not your friend but someone trying to steal your dreams away. And I know that peer pressure to be cool in school is great, but your education is most important to little boyfriends and girlfriends can wait. Pay attention in class. Stay focused and always give your best because getting organized always leads success. And in you, your goals grows like a rose. So I suppose you just grab hold and take flight. And when problems arise, talk things out, but there's never ever reason to fight. And remember that your dreams are only a day away. And how many times can a twin poet says, no matter how dark it may seem today, keep faith in your goals will surely make a way. Believe in yourself and make your dreams come true. The next millionaire, doctor, preacher, or teacher could indeed be you because getting organized always leads success. So I challenge you to always do your best. Thank you. I would love to let that settle in silence for a moment, but I don't want our radio audience to think we went off the air. <laughs> so, uh, just a, a wonderful example of poetry uh, with with power, with meaning, with substance, and poetry with purpose, uh, which is what what I'd like to pursue now uh, for the remainder of our, our time together. I know you recently attended a, a conference, a Split This Rock uh, conference, poetry conference, mm-hmm. uh, and I understand that organization split this rock. Uh, actually, its name comes from a line from a Langston Hughes poem. Yes, sir. Uh, could you tell us about your experience at the Split This Rock uh, conference and sort of how that organization and the theme of this conference really dovetails with how you use poetry for, mm-hmm. you know, for messaging and, and, and change, really mm-hmm. social change? Very much so. I mean, it was a wonderful conference. And first of all, we're hoping to be able to do some version of it here in Wilmington because it it, it truly was. And it, it was great to be around so many artists and positive artists from, from all walks of life, from all, all countries. And everything was geared towards 
progress? What can we do to make these words meaningful? This is not just a poem about this tree. You know, let, let's do something about mm-hmm. about why the trees are being cut down. Everything had to have a, me- a meaning behind it. And, and it. and it's just so wonderful to see as artists challenging themselves to be the best artists that they can be, not just being satisfied with your gift, but trying to be the best that you can be to, to give back. And we met so many beautiful art. I mean, there was a, a collective from South Africa, from Germany, from London. I mean, it, it was truly amazing. And I, to be touched by their words, like, well, we have to do this. You know, we have to do this when we go back home. And, and seeing them speak about, uh, I'm reminded of one of the, the South African poets. He talked about, the uh, they call the children of miners, that, that the miners are troubling in the street is the poem he was saying. The miners are having trouble in the street, you know, the miners. And it just reminded me of my neighborhood. Like, so the same thing is going on. The children in the street are having problems there. and children, So it was just like, I understand why you wrote this poem. I write those same poems. And it, it was just touching to see how the same struggles that are there that we're addressing with art that they're addressing here as well. You know, I think that as well, the point of of having so many organizations supporting the art of having, I mean, rather it was the environmental health, it was mental health organization, it was uh, educational institutions, all there showing how art and poetry is is used as as a foundation through their work. So it was just so amazing to see this, this collective body coming together, utilizing art in so many in poetry in so many different facets to to address social concerns. So it, it was definitely a great uh, experience to be there. And as, as Brother said, we, we're, we're in our minds scrambling about how we can, can replicate that and, and bring that same type of, of purpose here to our art and to our organizations to, to unify in, in how we can use poetry and spoken word as a true tool for, for empowerment and, and as a direct service link between so many different service providers who, who are addressing many of the, the same social issues from, from a different standpoint, but using art as the co- combining or, or, or linking tool. Now, they split, split this rock conference, a series of workshops and presenters. Uh, what, what are some of the types of themes that were addressed in the workshops? Um, um, yeah, yeah, there was one about team writing, one about mm-hmm. politics. Um, funding, there were mm-hmm. about funding organizations okay. about uh, another one. Even one was about the environment. There was environment mm-hmm. de- dealing with um, creating ur- urban gardens, and um, so there was that array of voices. Yeah, yeah, braving yeah. the voices for the younger writers, right. yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and u- utilizing um, a curriculum uh, as far as creating a, a curriculum aligning poetry with uh, the, the Common Core curriculum and, and how poetry can fit into the, the educational arena was one of the workshops as well. Mm-hmm. That's a really interesting thing theme because uh, I know one of the challenges of educators is whenever they're asked to do yet one more thing. Exactly. But but I kind of see poetry as one of those art forms that isn't an addition to. It can be used as part of. Very, very uh, much. You know, certainly sure. part of the language arts program. A- absolutely. But, but can be used across the board in, in teaching so many so many different things. Sure, so, sure, sure. Not least of which is you know self esteem and and self awareness. Exactly. And, Confidence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I, I'd love to ask you. We got a couple minutes left. Um, you clearly use your, your poetry in a very powerful way to address social uh, issues, uh, uh, the the struggles that we we wrestle with as individuals and as as groups and as communities. Uh, could you speak to some of the different types of organizations you you have worked with through your poetry, and and what considerations you take into a venue when you, 
Because, I mean, clearly if you're going into a, a community center, there has to be some different thought process, I would think, than mm-hmm. going into a, uh, say, a, a mental health uh, uh, setting or, a, mm-hmm. you know, a juvenile detention center True. type thing. Yeah, we, we believe that the arts are universal. And, and honestly, we, we believe that the arts are, are, are missing in, in so many facets from direct services, especially direct service providers and how we can use it. So we, we believe we, we fit everywhere from, from churches, mosques, and, and synagogues to uh, after-school programs, boys and girls clubs, the y, YMCAs, to, to group homes. We, we believe this message is, is, is very important, very relevant, and we believe it's, it's a message that can be tailored and, and, and adapted to, to almost any setting in, mm-hmm. in, in any group because everyone can recognize, everyone has, has a story to tell, and, and all our art form is done and is, is assisting the, the, the participants with, with understanding how they can use their voice. Mm-hmm. Very, very much so. And being able to empower, especially say a lot of our writing is geared toward the children, so being able to, to help those them and, and as well as the, the ones in detention and in prison to be able to help them reconnect with themselves because, you know, some, some of the ones when they're in prison or in detention in these group homes, they, they get the label as bad people, you know, and then they think they're, they're bad people. So to be able to help them reconnect, the, the young lady said last night, I've been cold hearted since I was in the fifth grade. And, you know, and, and so last night's group, we were, no, 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 you're not. You, you're a beautiful little kid. You know, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you've just been in some cold hearted situations. You, you, you know, you're, you're 13, you're not cold hearted. So being able to get them to find a the beauty within themselves and, and look and smile. And, you know, you look at this person, does this like a cold heart and have her smile and let's write about your smile. Mm-hmm. And then had everybody in the class write about her smile and no, you're not cold. You know, that, you know, so those are the things, be able to help people find the beauty within themselves. And at times everyone can use that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's really a, a beautiful way to end our session today. We're mm-hmm. running out of time. I want to thank you so much, Albert Mills and, and Namdi Chukwocha, the Twin Poets and Delaware's, Poet, Delaware's Poets Laureate, uh, for joining us today. Uh, just kudos on the great work that you're doing uh, throughout the state and really regionally with, with uh, employing poetry uh, for purpose. Thank, thank you, you so very much. much. Thanks for having us. It's an honor. Thank you. Appreciate it.